Hello, and welcome to the Daily Musings Podcast. I am your host, Steve M. I will be reading the daily reflection from the books Beyond Belief, Daily Musings for a 12-Step Life by Joe C., and published by Rebellion Dogs Publishing, and 365 Dao by Deng Ming Dao, published by Harper One. To be clear, I have not received permission from either publisher to reproduce this content in any form. It is strictly intended for my personal use and the enjoyment of my family and a few close friends. I hope you enjoy today's Daily Musings. March 1st, 365 Dao, Day 60, Celibacy. In winter, animals do not mate. Preserve your Tao by preserving your essence. We follow the Tao of the universe with great effort, but Tao is within us, too. It is not something abstract, not something conceptual. Our personal Tao is our very life force, this energy begins with the physical and extends into the spiritual. The source of this energy is partly chemical, our hormones, nutrition from food, and genetics. Whatever we have that is spiritual arises from these substances. Followers of Tao call this the essence. Preservation of this essence through sexual conservation is crucial. This doesn't mean suppression of sexuality. For the impulse to make love is natural and irrepressible. It means to harmonize sexuality with spirituality. The follower of Tao makes love according to the seasons. In winter, it should be less or not at all. In spring, it may be at its most frequent. The young should restrict themselves to about once every three days, while the middle-aged should reduce to once a week, and the elderly even less than that. The secret is not to indulge too much without killing one's sexuality altogether. Overindulgence is to waste one's resources. Suppression kills the body on its most basic level. Find the proper balance, and you will have a happy life and full spirituality. Day 60 And now... Beyond Belief, Daily Musing for March 1. Today's quote, This is a basic personality characteristic of creative people, the attitude of naivete, of acceptance and curiosity about the odd and strange, the ability to notice and to remark differences in detail. Jane Pirto, Ph.D. In Western culture, naivete and wisdom are widely treated as opposites. In Eastern traditional philosophy and religion, the two are symbiotic. The gentle quality of naivete is a state of openness, a right-minded, limitless way of seeing. A beginner's mind may seem counterintuitive to addicts. We often come from impulsive places where we cope by saving time and jumping to conclusions. Many an addict's life is lived with the think-fast, act-fast, live-by-instinct mentality. Twelve-step founders touted humility as a cornerstone of change. 
in being humble, in knowing we know only a little, we are open to seeing more than we have seen before. In the practice of mindfulness, a beginner's mind observes things that an efficient and goal-oriented conscious logical mind doesn't. As we practice a new way of seeing, let's not get hard on our assumptions. They are just trying to help. But new ways of seeing come, ironically, from regressing or revisiting our childlike awe from a time when we experienced life without applying labels, quantifying, or anticipating. In our 12 and 12 business meetings, everyone just gets one vote. 30 years doesn't glean 30 votes. Three months in, a member is entitled to contribute. We don't take the, if we want your opinion, we'll give it to you, approach. The newcomer perspective is a cleaner, less biased look at how we come across, which is just as valuable as long-timer experience. Again, naivete has merit. Is doubt a higher state of consciousness than certainty? Is it another arrow in my quiver? March 1st. <laughs>